When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last corner now for Tim Slay. This is a big victory. And he's first yeah, in the Supercar. Well done, Tim Slay. Winner. Woodstock Winter yeah. Super Sprint. Race 10. What a brilliant victory this has been for him. Tim Slay, the winner. Race 10. Yeah. Yes, please welcome back to the driver's seat. He is the four. He's joined the four hundred club that you are mm. well a part of, Stephen Johnson. But uh, welcome back to the driver's seat from Premier Racing, the one and only Timmy Slade. <laughs> G'day, guys. <laughs> the four hundred club. Tim Slade, congratulations! When you when you when you first got your first steer of a supercar, was the number four hundred even slightly in your future about what you think you might be able to achieve? Because gee, that's a big number. Nah, I probably thought I was going to be done after four because I didn't finish the first four <laughs> races. So definitely not. <laughs> so all I can think of is four hundred. That's a lot of worn out clutches. That's a lot of starts. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I, I don't think I've, I've. I've had a few go go to the floor from getting too hot, but I don't think I've actually completely ruined one yet. But yeah, well, it's still, still, still time. There's a lot of frequent fly points. I mm. can give you the strong tip. Um, we weren't expecting to see you at Premier Racing for 2023. Um, man, how did all that come about? Because you know, from the outside, you look really well entrenched. Uh, at Cool Drive Racing, then all of a sudden, Bambushka, you're you're into Premier. When did all that chat sort of start last year, and how did all that come about? Uh, yeah, probably about mid- midway through, and um, yeah, to be honest, I didn't I I didn't have any intentions of of moving, and and you know I, I'm I'm a realist. I I know that I'm I'm closer to the end than the start, and yeah, definitely don't want to be. Um, yeah, I guess jumping jumping teams just for the sake of um, yeah jumping teams. So um, yeah, I guess it just sort of come around to, to contract time and it didn't really align uh, between myself and the Blanchards when it when it needed to. And um, yeah, I I reached out to Pete and it kind of just went went from there. Also, it's a it's a team that is in your I mean it's not your home state as such, but you've lived in Queensland for quite a while now, so. Um, all the teams seem to be either Victorian or uh, or Queensland based. Yeah, because real estate's too expensive in New South Wales, <laughs> so they're either up there or down down there or up here. So at least that's a plus, Slady. So you can actually, um, you know, you can come home, you can uh, you can go to the team on a daily basis if you need to. You know, there's not really any more flights and trips involved. So I mean that that's got to be a positive as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially with a you know a young family now. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I moved up here in 2009 um, when when I made my debut in the in the main championship with uh, with Paul Morris, um, and then I was SBR for 
what, the next three years, which then turned into Erebus. And then, yeah, since since 2013, um, yeah, the teams have either been in Melbourne or, or Albury. Um, but, you know, that, that's obviously out of my choice to, to stay in Queensland and, um, and not move back down. I, yeah, I mean, I, I love it up here. And, and yeah, it's, it's obviously very doable having, having the team um, interstate. But, yeah, I, I, I do miss, well, I did miss not, not having the team close to home. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome to have it so close, you know, and, and particularly it's, um, well, it, it's the closest team to the Gold Coast. It's only, yeah, sort of 20, 25 minutes from home. So, yeah, you find yourself in there a lot more than, than what you would if, uh, if the team was, was interstate. So, for sure, that's a, it's a, it's a massive positive. So, Slady, let's talk about Newcastle because, of course, it was much hype that we were going into to Gen 3. The results of Premier last year weren't fabulous, but they were building. I don't think anyone expected them to be fabulous. But, man alive, did you guys put on a show on the weekend? Uh, you know, a couple of top tens in the qualifying and apart from a, a bit of an issue for you on Saturday, Sunday was another top ten. I mean, what a start to your campaign with Newlon Racing and Premier um, did you expect to go as well as you did this last weekend? Uh, I probably rolled into the weekend with with not any expectations. I think, um, yeah, when you've well, gone back to 400 starts um, and, and uh, <laughs> if you're not with one of two of the top teams, you, you kind of learn to level your expectations because you, you constantly uh, get Get, get shot down. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I'd, I'd prefer just to sort of roll in and, and not have any expectation and then, you know, obviously work as hard as you can and what, what will happen will happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the team uh, got some, showed some good speed, had some good results last year, you know, once they got Jimmy and, and uh, Jeff Slater on, on board. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they were, were pretty pumped pretty pumped and excited off the back of that and then um you know our our cars were were built by our guys up at up at triple eight so yeah i think it's it's um it's been well that that, part of the whole deal that excited me as well was the the link with triple eight um so yeah i think i think that's that's a big part of why we we could roll out and and be i guess as 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 fast as what we were um and you know it is really encouraging to to have that speed and, and confidence that that, that deal um, works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, you know we we just need to to, to build as a team and, and make sure that we we execute um, and you know do do the do the best job we can and, and minimise the mistakes and and all of that side of things. And you got to remember that you know the team is only in year two. So there is still going to be some some growing pains and um, and learnings and and whatnot. So um, yeah, I, I think it was a was a really good, solid um, showing and and results um, for for the team as a whole for for round one. Mate, uh, I mean you do have to be impressed with that because as you said, second year in, brand new car for the second year. Um, you know, and you guys were solid, like not not just in the front half, solidly Genuine. in the mm. in the front third, if not better. Um, and also, obviously, had that little little drama on on Saturday, which you know I don't think that can come down to a team fault or anything. That's just new car. We've known in the past that there's been issues with these 
wheels um, in testing and, and so forth. But um, uh, pretty unfortunate with that. You're, you're on for a, a mega result there as well. So, um, you know, all in all, that bodes pretty well for, for you guys moving forward and, um, and, and obviously a lot of confidence because the team's obviously done a sensational job building those cars. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's what was good for me as well. Um, I think having our cars built by, by our guys up at, up at triple eight, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you can have a tech, I mean, all, all the cars, you know, uh, have the same hardware now, but, um, you know, there's still lots of, uh, I guess, little intricacies when, when you're building a race car from the ground up that, um, you know, we we could have a technical deal with Triple Eight, but if the the cars aren't built exactly the same in every single little area, then you know, it kind of makes that that um, that relationship pointless. So, I think yeah, doing doing it the way we have has um, has yeah definitely been the right way to to go about it. And um, yeah, I mean, you never know what, what's around the corner, but it definitely gives you some confidence um, moving forwards that, uh, that yeah, hopefully, you know, their their work continues to, well, their work and our, our work can, continues to pay off. Well, clearly, obviously, building those cars up at Triple Eight mechanically has been great. Luckily, you didn't put your helmet cool box in the same spot, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually had no helmet cooling, so the, uh, the race was... was 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 pretty tough. <laughs> he trusts you to throw a grenade to the poor Tinsley. You're a shocker, Steve Johnson. But I mean, I think, and we're going to talk about it ad nauseum on the show. And imagine this evening, Tim. It's not a like for all of the difficulties of Gen Three coming into the weekend. The fact that they were reliable was fantastic, but. What happened on Saturday with Triple Eight, and then what happened on Sunday with the whole Shane Van Gisbergen and Scape thing and all that, wasn't a great look. I don't, I don't, I don't reckon it was a great look. You can't be censuring drivers uh, to be towing a company line when it isn't what's going on. You know, we want these, we want you guys to be able to be honest, and then when you are honest, you get smacked. Can't, I just can't. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't think that's a great situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're, everyone always says that you know oh we we, we want to see you know the 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 real personalities of of drivers um and then when they do you you, you get shut down so um i mean on on, on the t8 thing I, I think i think they were i mean i, I know a rules a rule but i also think that you know they're the best team in pit lane and i don't think that they would go and do something like that without seeking some sort of permission and you know to to do what they did, you know, put dry ice where where they, you know, on the side, obviously where the the helmet air was, um, in front of a camera in a pit stop. I don't think they were trying to do it sneakily. Um, so and 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 really, like it's it, it's it's driver well being. It's it's yeah, driver safety, whatever else. And and like they said, it, it's actually a disadvantage on that side. And to go out, well, you know, the next day, literally just put the same thing on the opposite side of the car, and that's. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, like that's I don't know. I think it's been pretty, pretty hard done by, it's, and then it is. Yeah, like, 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 like we said, the the, the whole Shane thing was um, was was yeah, pretty average. I thought, and I, I, I back him. So yeah, yeah. I think, and I'm the same, mate. You know, reading between the lines there too. 
Um, you know, Shane made a sa- Shane made a statement without saying a statement mm. at the end of the day. Mm. And, you know, I think he said more by not saying anything yeah. than yeah. saying something. And, Don't disagree. And, and to be honest, I think oh, maybe not 90, but 70 or 80% of people out there understand what he was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Apart from one Mark Scaife, which clearly did <laughs> well, it. Well, I'm going to so, grab I've, – I've, I've asked the, the production guys to go and grab the soapbox because I'm going to jump right up on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and let's do our best to break. not get uh, uh, Slady <laughs> bombarded with text from Scaife. No, 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 I won't do that. So, uh... No, 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 I won't do that. But, Slady, um, I want to I want to you know, um, uh, Newcastle's now in the rear view. We want to look forward to the Grand Prix. Do you – it seems to be the talk that – most of the guys think that the real um, the real situation of Gen 3 and whether it's really improved as a race car will be more apparent when we go to the Grand Prix. Long-loaded corners, longer brake markers, higher aero. Would you agree with that? I mean, we saw reliability, you know, a big tick for reliability at Newcastle, but raceability, I think we're going to see more at, at GP. Yeah, the, the, the braking like zones aren't really that much different to the to the previous car like yes they're a little bit longer but it's not it's not it's not crazy different like it's not different enough to you know you're probably using the the brake markers that you use in practice one you know of of the old car kind of thing so you still look at the brake markers from the old car and use that as a reference so if you're looking at onboard from the grand prix you know last year for example um and on on the racing like uh Yes, like I understand what you're saying, and and yeah, then there's there's certainly an an element of that, but also I think early on in the Gen Three phase, everyone's still trying to get their setups sorted and fine tuned. So I think it's probably not until everyone's sorted it out, and then you know you get to a you know maybe tail and bend a bit bit later on in the year where you might run a similar setup to to the Grand Prix, for example. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that'll be a bit more telling once everyone's got their their setups a bit more sorted out. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly feel as though with the less aero um, on the cars, it overheats the tire quicker and and more. And that was the issue previously. Um, you know, and yeah, you, you you got more I guess aero wash following following a car. But the reason why you couldn't pass is because basically, yeah, you get a bit of that. And if you don't get it done straight away, then the tire overheats and then, and then you're dead. So I, I, the, the tire overheating issue is, is still well and truly there. So, um, yeah, it, it, it'd be interesting to see, see how it, how it plays out. But I, I I think the Grand, the Grand Prix will be, if, if there's, you know, passing going on, I think you could still put that down to a little bit of, people not really having their setups fine-tuned just yet. Obviously, only right. second race in and, and yeah. first race at a you know fast-flowing track. And in the past, I mean, Newcastle hasn't notoriously been a high-deg track either. A lot of the street circuits aren't. So you're going to come to Melbourne, the AGP, where there's long, fast, loaded, flat corners, and that's where you're going to see a massive discrepancy, I think, in times. I mean, they were talking a lot about, you know, Chaz and, and Shane – um, their tyre conditions at the end of the day, and, and Chaz was saying that you know, they need to work on tyre off. I, I don't think that's 100% correct. You know, Shane, you got to remember Shane's tyres were 12 laps younger than Chaz's, so yeah, you know that makes a big difference as well. 12 laps around there, so you know, obviously moving forward to to the AGP, it's going to be very very interesting. But Slady, um, you know, we've been seeing you obviously race 
a lot of other categories as well. You know, we obviously earlier on this year, we saw you uh, down in Tasmania in the Trans Ams. Um, you know, you've obviously been racing at the uh, the Bath Six Hour, where you were second in class. TCR. Um, TCR. TCR, yeah. yeah. The, the Fanatec um, He's any World Challenge in an Audi. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that something you're actively trying to do to just drive more through the through this year? Is that something that you're chasing? Yeah, well, I guess I've always um, jumped at whatever other opportunity was there, but for sure this year more than ever because we don't race much. You know, we do 12 yeah. races a year and three or four test days and, and that's it. And they're all, you know, it's a... Well, actually, yeah. I mean, from the supercar calendar, it's it's fairly evenly spread out. Basically, you know, almost sort of one race a month or one one every three weeks or whatever. So, um, for, for me personally, it's a it's a busy start to the year. But then um, after Easter, it's pretty much yeah back to sort of one one race a month or whatever, one race every few weeks. So yeah, I I am trying to do as much driving as possible in 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 whatever. Basically, just to try and keep the miles up. I think. Yeah, nothing's going to be, you know, the the real thing. But I, I think um, driving something's definitely better than nothing. So you heard of that, folks. Uh, if you've got a team and you need a driver, um, <laughs> just forward everything to Peter Zibris at Premier Racing and maybe we can, <laughs> we can sort something out for you. But, uh, hey, Tim, you, you've given yeah. us a lot of your time, mate. And uh, uh, last year at the AGP, you were very fast there. In fact, uh, you were just a smidge off a podium. So fingers crossed you can go one better and uh, get continue with these great results. But uh, thanks for joining us on the driver's seat, mate, and go well at the AGP. Yep, no problems, guys. Cheers.